do, do, do. Back on Facebook again. Let's see if there's anything new. Yep, yep, there it is. There it is. Karen doesn't have a job. Karen's still fucking talking. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? We are back again. This is your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. And we are talking wide receivers. It's much better talking about people catching passes rather than the COVID. (laughs) It's a little pandemic humor for you if you're into that. Any which way. I think it went well going through uh, sets of five uh, with the running back. So let's go ahead and let's just stick with that kind of format here. Uh, we are going to start right at the top. And, geez, wonder who's there. Oh, it's our friend Michael Thomas from the New Orleans Saints, followed by De- Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, and Julio Jones to start us off. Uh, Michael Thomas, yeah, uh, top one. You know, uh, you can't really argue with the production and what's going on. Him and Drew Brees have the connection as long as Drew Brees is that quarterback. I have no problems with Michael Thomas being number one. Now, they have his ADP listed uh, overall as number three, which I think is really too high. Uh, Generally don't want to take a wide receiver, uh, especially this year. I don't think I can take a wide receiver. If we take a look here going back to running back. So, you know, you look at Christian McCaffrey, uh, Saquon Barkley, Zeke Elliott, uh, Kamara, uh, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, uh, Joe Mixon. Yeah, depending upon where you're at, um, you know, in the Henry to Mixon type category, I'm probably going to say for me personally, I would not take Michael Thomas uh, above pick eight. Now, you could argue you could argue the fact in a regular in a full point PPR, uh, Michael Thomas going a little bit higher, uh, doesn't have you know much as far as like you know he's not he's not like Tyreek Hill where he's just going to blow people away, but he's going to get the production, he's going to get the yards, he's going to get the touchdowns. So if you took Michael Thomas at say five or six, I wouldn't hold it against you, but I would say uh, limit it to full point PPR. Uh, half point and definitely at standard, you're kind of dropping him down into that eighth spot, uh, which would be a nice safe spot to take him. Uh, Devonta Adams, definitely the number one target for Aaron Rodgers. Now we are looking at Green Bay going to more, uh, probably more of a run-heavy type offense. Uh, so Adams, I probably wouldn't take any sooner than, you know, end of the first round of the one-two turn right in there. Uh, somewhere right in there. DeAndre Hopkins is about in the same spot. I'm not as low as some people are with him moving to Arizona. 
I think you could switch him and Adams out uh, just as well. Uh, Hopkins I may actually like a little bit more because I see Arizona passing a lot more. Uh, uh, not as good of a defense as the Packers um, would be kind of my tipping point right in there. Tyreek Hill is fine right in the same area, but I'd take Hopkins or Adams first. Uh, we do know Tyreek Hill's ability, you know, and even though he's a douchebag, uh, we set that aside um, unless you really want to get terrible about it, but you know, and bring uh, real life into it, then fine, don't draft him if you don't want him. But uh, Tyreek Hill, definitely uh, early second, kind of right where Odell Beckham was going uh, last year, right in that uh, mid to early second round. Julio Jones, I have no problem, uh, early second round, uh, mid to early second round right in there. Julio Jones at some point has got to get some touchdowns here, though. Um, but he, you know, he consistently finishes uh, in that top tier, right at the top, uh, even without the touchdowns. So the production is still solid. All right, six through ten, we have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, uh, Kenny Galladay, Amari Cooper, and Allen Robinson. Now let's start with this whole Chris Godwin, Mike Evans thing. Uh, Mike Evans, I would actually probably drop a little bit more. Uh, with Brady, like I said, I, I don't see this whole thing with Brady, you know, pot, quite possibly he's going to get, he may get to 30 touchdowns, but I, <sighs> declining skills, I just don't really fully see it, um, which, you know, Mike Evans, uh, I would drop into the third round. Chris Godwin, I'm not as high end. I, I get the whole thing with the guy coming out of the slot, a la, um, uh, 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 Jesus, am I brain farting? Where is he? Where's this son of a bitch? Uh, Julian Edelman, um, type connection thing, but you know, you're moving Gronk in there. He likes to throw to the tight ends too. He didn't have a tight end last year, so uh, Edelman got his production as well. Chris Godwin is definitely better than Julian Edelman, um, but I'm a little skeptical on him being included within the top six, you know, coming even close to uh, Julio Jones or Tyree Kills type production. Uh, so tread lightly. If you're high on Chris Godwin, you know, God bless you. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, if you're talking mid to upper, se- you're talking mid to upper second round, I'm going to pass on him. Now, if he fell to the back end of the second round, early third, sure, absolutely. I would definitely take a look at Chris Godwin. Uh, Kenny Galladay is getting it done uh, the last two years as a full, you know, full-time guy. Uh, the man of, you know, the man of the hour is the number one target for Matthew Stafford, and has proven with uh, shitty backup quarterbacks that he can get the job done. I'm very, ha- I'd be very happy with him. Uh, still looking at for me early third. Uh, right now they have him as kind of a late second. I still think there's some running backs that I kind of like in there. Uh, before Galladay, but um, push came to shove. Uh, you could trust in Galladay. Amari Cooper deals with that whole foot issue. Um, he's had issues in the past uh, staying on the field, so I don't want to take him any higher than, say, the early third, early to mid-third round. Uh, I think is a very safe spot for him. Uh, uh, very capable offense 
you know, it's going to be, you know, they're going to run a lot, but he's going to be the number one target. You got Mike McCarthy coming in there, and yet it's going to be Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator again. But uh, Mari Cooper, they like moving around on the field. They like to target him quite a bit. Uh, Allen Robinson, I think, is very safe as a number 10 wide receiver. Uh, definitely has played like a, a wide receiver one, even with Trubisky at quarterback. So um, him, in or if Nick Foles takes over at quarterback, I think you're safe uh, to take Allen Robinson there. Allen Robinson, though, um, you could see drop into the into the later parts of the third round. If he made it into the fourth, you would definitely take that motherfucker. But And it doesn't matter really what format. If it's full point to standard, it doesn't really matter. Now we get into the 11 through 15. you got Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen, Cortland Sutton, DJ Moore, and Odell Beckham. Cooper Cup, he's still going to be Jared Goff's guy, so he's definitely the first guy that I would look at uh, in terms of targets. Uh, and production we like him a little bit more for full point ppr will be coming out of the slot don't let anybody tell you fucking differently uh, i've seen him lined up on the outside on a couple of uh depth chart sites that i've seen uh, and that's wrong uh, cooper cup is going to play out of the slot we do have a little bit of worries if they're going to go with the two tight end type sets um but cooper cup uh, is 11 I wouldn't take him above Allen Robinson. I'd like to get that definitive number one type guy. Uh, and then uh, Adam Thielen. Everybody knows I hate Adam Thielen. Uh, it's not going to be a very productive offense as far as the passing uh, is concerned for Minnesota as they like to kind of you know grind it out, pound the ball, uh, utilize their defense, which has gotten worse. Uh, especially in the secondary. So they're going to probably want to slow the ball down a little bit, slow the offense, keep the defense off the field as much as humanly possible. Um, that's why I'm a little bit higher on Delvin Cook than probably most people. But Adam Thielen, I'm not taking a shot on him that high. Cortland Sutton, on the other hand, uh, I do like as a number 13 wide receiver. Uh, you can get him in the late, if you can get him in the late third, early four. It's probably where he's going to go, especially since we're going to have running back heavy drafts. DJ Moore, I'm a little concerned with um, being up there. I'd kind of like to get him in the you know late fourth, early fifth, maybe. Um, but he has a 35 and an overall ADP, so that means that it's end of the third. It's probably a little bit too high uh, for me with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. I'm not going to dis. I'm not going to be one of these guys that are going to diss Teddy Bridgewater. I think he could get the job done, but I'm a little bit concerned that DJ Moore's production is going to uh, be reflective of being a third round pick. Now Odell Beckham comes in at 15, 42nd overall. So you're going to tell me that I could get Odell Beckham in the middle of the fourth round. I will take a shot on this fucking knucklehead just for his upside in the fourth round. Uh, but be prepared in case he decides that, you know, Baker Mayfield's not throwing it to him enough. You know, you're going to have to deal with that headaches. But I'd much rather take a shot at Odell Beckham in the fourth than I'd take a shot at Odell Beckham in the second, which is where he had been going, if not the first round in the previous couple of years. So you're getting a reduction in price. I think it's okay to take a shot at him. It's not He's not Antonio Brown. 
Um, at least not yet. 16 through 20, you have A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley, Tyler Lockett, and Juju Smith-Schuster. A.J. Brown, I don't know. Uh, we love his upside. We love the kids upside. Tannehill seems to like him. I'm a little concerned now that he's going to be up in that fourth round. Um, but you know, if if I can get him as, say, my second wide receiver, if you're going to do two running backs, you know, two wide receivers, if it sets up like that, I can deal with the ups and downs of A.J. Brown as my second guy in the fourth round. Keenan Allen. God, it's 17. They have him in the middle of or the end of the third round, it's a discount, but I'd much rather have him in the fourth, um, late fourth, early fifth. Uh, I think we're going to start seeing Keenan Allen slow down even more um, with Tyrod Taylor in there. And then that's not even to say if they ha- do do the quarterback change and put Justin Herbert in there. So Keenan Allen, I'm, a, I'm, I'm really, really off of. I'm, I don't think I'm going to bother with him at that price currently. Calvin Ridley coming in at 18, 38 overall. All right. You know, beginning of the fourth round, I think is very, very fair for Calvin Ridley. Um, I like it much better than, say, you know, the Chris Godwin-Mike Evans pairing. So if you're telling me I have to take Calvin Ridley in the fourth, if I can maybe get him late fourth, early fifth, if if I'm in the, you know, beginning parts of the draft, um, I definitely... I definitely, with the production that we've seen with Calvin Ridley, and granted that's been a little up and down too, um, but Matt Ryan likes Calvin Ridley. I like Calvin Ridley. Uh, he has upside. He's a quick little guy. We don't have Sanu there. So um, I would take my shot on Calvin Ridley there. I don't care if you take him in the early fourth. Tyler Lockett, same type of deal. He was very productive with Russell Wilson, even with the, you know, less than stellar target share, or not target shares, but targets overall. Um, You know, it's an economical type of offense, but if you're telling me that I can get Russell Wilson's number one wide receiver in the fourth round, I'm happy to do it. Juju Smith-Schuster, he's very much dropped. You know, he was second round. Now you're looking at now you're looking at about fifth round, probably fourth when it's all said and done. Um, probably will move up into the early fourth, late third when people start catching on that Ben Roethlisberger is back, which should mean better production for Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, he's perfectly fine right in that spot. Twenty one through twenty five, we have Stephon Diggs, T. Y. Hilton, Robert Woods, Devonta Parker, and DJ Chark. Stephon Diggs comes in at 21, 45th overall. Uh, it's about the same spot. I think that, you know, we were able to get him last year. Um, I think we're going to have the same concerns as what we did with Cousins. So fourth round, I think he's willing to, I'm willing to take him there. Uh, he's not really the lead guy that I want to get, but you may be stuck with that if you go three running back early. So just be aware of it. Uh, not going to be really a, that high-powered uh, as far as the passing game is concerned. Um, but you will have John Brown on the other side. He will take away some of the uh, <clears throat> uh, coverage. I don't think you're going to roll safety over to either him or Brown. So 
I'm fine with it. I'm fine in the fourth round taking a shot on there. Uh, T.Y. Hilton in the fourth, yeah, I think it's fine. Uh, it's pretty much where he was going, I think, even after, um, you know, the loss of Andrew Luck in that third preseason game where he just up and retired. So T.Y. Hilton, I think it's there. You know, you're getting that up and down uh, production week in, week out, so you don't want him to be your number one wide receiver, but a number two, uh, quite possibly number three, if you're going wide receiver heavy, uh, I think it's fine. Robert Woods, yes, again, I'm fine with it. Uh, late fourth, early fifth is probably where he's going to go. He's had pretty steady production there with Goff ever since he got into L.A., um, so I'm perfectly fine with him there. Devontae Parker, I'm having, I'm going to have issues with. Got pretty much, what, half a year of real, really, really good production there. Um, this is going to be kind of a play it by ear. The problem is that at some point, no matter if Ryan Fitzpatrick starts out the year, you are going to see Tua out there, which is really going to take a hit on Parker's production as, uh, uh, as Tua hits that learning curve in his rookie season. So, um, Parker at 58, if you're telling me I have to take him in the fifth round, uh, no, if if I can get him in the sixth, possibly seventh, uh, because of the whole two situation, uh, then I'm perfectly fine with it. The guy that I'd rather have, if you're telling me I have to take a fifth round, or, you know, a wide receiver in the fifth round, I will take DJ Chark. I will take him as high as in the fourth. He had a pretty good rapport with Gardner Minshew. Uh, he is definitely far and away the best wide receiver in Jacksonville. So if you can give me a number one wide receiver on a team that super late, I'm absolutely fine with it. All right, 26 through 30. DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, A.J. Green, uh, Jarvis Landry, and Terry McLaurin. I kind of like them all. Uh, In fact, um, I like them all so much that you could bump them up uh, from the current ADPs into the end of the fourth round if you really wanted to. Uh, DK Metcalf slotted at 51. Um, I think that's fine as long as you're not Tyler Lockett type guy. Um, DK Metcalf, I think, will come in a little bit of his own. He did show some growth uh, his rookie year, which is really, really good to see. Uh, we do like DK Metcalf. Uh, Debo Samuel, you can kind of flip-flop this with DK Metcalf, same kind of idea. If you like him, go get him. Um, but just realize uh, that the offenses are very run-heavy. Uh, Debo Samuel is going to be a little bit up and down. Uh, but again, it's going to be his second year. We should see more growth out of him. A.J. Green, you tell me I'm going to get him in the in the fifth round, uh, late fifth round, early sixth? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Uh, you can take him early fifth if you want, uh, end of the fourth. Uh, this is going to be Joe Burrow's number one wide receiver. Should be healthy going into the year, and he's going to be playing for a contract since he got franchise tags. So there's a lot of things to like about A.J. Green. Um, basically, you're drafting A.J. Green exactly where he was with the injury that we thought, you know, a lot of us thought that, uh, he was only going to be missing about a month. So uh, you get a full production out of him. 
uh, for very much the same cost. Jarvis Landry, I like Jarvis Landry. He's been very consistent over the years. Um, he's perfectly fine, especially in the fifth round, sixth round. He'll probably drop as well. Uh, Terry McLaurin has very much, uh, very much as upside. Does have a small report with uh, Dwayne Haskins, and should be well liked even if uh, Haskins gets replaced. He should be the number one for uh, uh, douchebag that came out of Kyle Allen that came out of uh, Carolina. Thirty-one through thirty-five, we have Michael Gallup, Tyler Boyd. Marquise Brown, Julian Edelman, and John Brown. Uh, Michael Gallup, I am perfectly fine at 65 overall. Uh, same with Tyler Boyd. I really like the slot. I think I think he's going to have a little bit more of a bounce back year. Hopefully he doesn't get injured um, at 67 overall. I'm fine with that. Marquise Brown, you get an upside at 70. So if you're pretty steady at... You know, if you're pretty good at your running back positions and you have a couple of stable wide receivers, you could take a shot on Marquise Brown, but I wouldn't make him anything more than your third wide receiver uh, overall on your team. Uh, Julian Edelman, I'm going to stay away from. We're not going to trust Jared Stenham or uh, Brian Hoyer in this spot. John Brown at 86, kind of right about the same spot that he was at last year. So... With the addition of Stephon Diggs, you're adding another capable wide receiver. I do like John Brown's upside, but I'm going to tell you right now that I probably wouldn't take John Brown any higher than late ninth, tenth round, somewhere right in there. Um, we got one good year of production out of him. I'm not going to test the waters twice with John Brown. 36 through 40, we have Brandon Kirk's, <laughs> Kirk's, Brandon Cooks, Christian Kirk. Will Fuller, Marvin Jones, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Brandon Cooks in Houston uh, should be the number one wide receiver there, getting him on a little bit of nice turf. Um, don't mind him at 81. I probably like Will Fuller a little bit more because he has a better rapport with Deshaun Watson. Um, and if they're comparable, I'm going to take Will Fuller probably every time before I take Cooks and just risk with the injury. Granted, you're not going to want to have Either one probably above your wide receiver three when we get into these tiers here. Um, Christian Kirk, I still like, should be in the slot. He'll probably switch with him and uh, Larry Legend, Larry Fitzgerald. Um, but with Christian Kirk getting a little bit more of the target share. Now, it's going to be interesting to see if DeAndre Hopkins does take the target share that he has had in Houston. I don't think so. I think they're going to spread the, still continue to spread the ball around. But you're going to see it basically be DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, and then Larry Fitzgerald in that order for target shares. We did Will Fuller, Marvin Jones at 89 overall. I'm fine with it uh, in that spot. You do have the injury risk, so just be aware of that. You don't want to have uh, any other wide receivers really that have injury concerns every year. Um, Emmanuel Sanders for New Orleans uh, at 107. I'll take a shot. You know, you're looking at about 10th, you know, and a 9th, 10th round. Sure, I'll take Emmanuel Sanders. I like Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, he should work out well for New Orleans. The only problem is how many targets is he going to get as compared to uh, Michael Thomas. Generally, it's not nearly as much, but I'm fine with it there. All right, let's, uh, let's see here. Let's go 5 to 5 to 50, and then we'll do the rest as a quick down. 
Uh, 41 to 45, we got CeeDee Lamb, Mike Williams, Jerry Judy, Darius Slayton, and Sterling Shepard. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, you're looking at about 10th, you're probably looking at about 10th, 11th round. Absolutely, I'll take a shot on him. You know how much I like CeeDee Lamb. He was my number one rookie wide receiver. Now, do understand that he probably will have the target share behind uh, Cooper and Gallup. But CD Lamb has some upside. Should be in the, should be in the slot most of the time when they are not switching Cooper in there, which means that with defenses having to deal with Gallup and Cooper, it should leave Lamb open. It'll be a lot better than what we saw with Randall Cobb last year, uh, with CD Lamb having uh, you know younger legs and uh, more upside. Uh, Mike Williams for the Chargers. I'm going to skip him even at that ADP of 93 overall. I'm just not really interested, not with Tyrod there. It's going to be a down year this year, but I watch for a bounce back next year um, with Justin Herbert. If Justin Herbert has, you know, signs that he is not going to be a bust out. Uh, Jerry Judy for Denver at 132 overall. Yes, I'm okay with that. Darius Slayton at 101. You know Daniel Jones loves Darius Slayton. It's going to be a little up and down. So, yeah, wide receiver 3, 4. We'll find the right slots week in and week out uh, to start Darius Slayton in, say, a flex spot. Sterling Shepard, I'm going to pass on because he gets hurt every fucking year. It's not, it has nothing to, I have nothing bad to say about his ability. I just don't see him uh, lasting a full year. I'd rather just try and get the upside out of Darius Slayton. 45 to 50, we have, or 46 to 50, I should say, Alshon Jeffrey, Golden Tate, uh, Jamison Crowder, Deshaun Jackson, Henry Ruggs III. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, 46 at 113. Yes, doesn't have much upside. He's kind of wearing down even more now. Um, fourth, Fourth or fifth wide receiver, absolutely. Um, but I would make sure that my stable is pretty complete at the top. Golden Tate, yes, definitely 127, which means 11th round. Uh, Daniel Jones did like Tate in that slot. Plus, like I said, he had the injury concerns really with Sterling Shepard, so that, sh- that only helps Golden Tate, especially at a late-round pick. Jamison Crowder uh, is... Is had been Darnold's you know main guy last year out of the slot. I don't hate him in the tenth round, um, but I probably like some of these other wide receivers a little bit more. Um, so Jamison Crowder, I probably take twelve, thirteen, you know, round twelve, thirteen. Deshaun Jackson, I'm pretty much off. I'm pretty much done. Um, I think he's done as a wide receiver, um, and you're going to see a little bit more of the rookies that they that they took this year uh, filling those roles. Henry Ruggs III, you're telling me at 142 I can get their top guy? Sure, I might not like the pick uh, of Ruggs in the first round by the Las Vegas Raiders, but with what he has in an ADP, if you're telling me in a double-digit round, especially late, right before I would ever take a kicker or a defense, yeah, I'll take a shot on Ruggs. I'll take a shot on that upside. He's a fucking quick kid. Just whether or not he can get the, you know, use of the offensive scheme, um, depending upon how much time in training camp. But uh, if Ruggs does secure a number one role and Tyrell Williams becomes the number two, 
uh, that's big because we've talked about how Gruden, you know, really likes to target his uh, top option, his number one wide receivers. All right, so here we go. From 51, we're going to run the list all the way down to, I believe it was 135, starting with Anthony Miller of Chicago out of the slot. Uh, I'm okay with McCall Hardman. Uh, I'm going to skip. There's too many targets there. I'm just not going to buy into it. Justin Jefferson, yes. These are all lates. These are your double-digit guys, okay? Robbie Anderson, yes. Sammy Watkins, no. Curtis Samuel, no. Deontay Johnson, Pittsburgh, yes. I will take a shot on him. Showed some flashes last year. We will speculate on them. Uh, Cole Beasley in Buffalo, no. John Ross, uh, Cincinnati, no. Tyrell Williams, Las Vegas. This late, yes. Nikhil Harry, no. Devin Funches, Green Bay, no. Jalen Rager, Philadelphia, yes. Preston Williams in Miami, we double-check the knee. We make sure he's ready for training camp, yes. If he's not ready for training camp, no. Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco, maybe, maybe. Larry Fitzgerald, no. Kenny Stills, no. Antonio Brown, yes, he's on here, but no. We're not doing Antonio Brown this year. Even if he signs, he's going to get suspended for some time. Let's just go ahead and pass on it. Hunter Renfro, no. Brashad Perryman, maybe. Depends on how deep your draft is. I don't mind him, uh, especially as speculation. Didi Westbrook, no. Denzel Mims, yes. James Washington, maybe. Let's see how this offense performs. Um, James Washington, though, could be the the new Martavis Bryant, uh, but we are getting him at a super deep discount. Best ball, definitely. Alan Lazard, yes. T. Higgins, yes. Michael Pittman Jr., yes. Paris Campbell, no, I'm staying away from him. Not saying that his talent isn't good, but there's some guys that are really starting to pump up Paris Campbell, if you've heard, and I'm telling you, not that high. I'm going to skip on him. Maybe on waivers, sure. If he win, especially if he wins that uh, slot receiver role, I'll take a shot on him. Uh, Josh Gordon, no. Corey Davis, yes. Miles Boykin, no. Auden Tate, no. Marquez Valdez Scantling, no. Randall Cobb in Houston now, no. Lavisca Chenault. Yes. Taking a shot on him. I do believe in the kid. He does have talent um, outside of DJ Chark. Uh, the only other wide receiver that I would target in Jacksonville would be uh, Chenault. Uh, you're going to get him super late, so um, I would take a shot on him. I like the kid. Mohamed Sanu. No. Chase Claypool. No. Andy Isabella. No. Albert Wilson. Maybe. That's Preston Wilson uh, uh, relative, okay? Preston Wilson isn't there. We can move Albert Wilson up as far as target share. 
Um, but I'm still not as super high on him. But I would take a shot. I would take a shot probably on Wilson if uh, Williams isn't there. Josh Reynolds, fuck no. Traquan Smith, no. Danny Amendola, no. We'll save him for daily. Chris Conley, no. KJ Hamler in Denver, maybe. I like the kid. Uh, high flyer should be playing a lot of slot. Um, I'm okay with him. Calvin Harmon, no. Zach Pascal. If you think T.Y. Hilton's going to get injured again, yes. Nelson Aguilar, no. Jalen Hurd, interesting. Maybe closer to camp, not right now. If he comes back from that injury, I'm fine with it. Philip Dorsett, no. Steven Sims, no. Adam Humphreys, no. Demarcus Robinson, no. David Moore, no. Russell Gage, no. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, no. Van Jefferson, Los Angeles Rams, yes. I think Van Jefferson will be the third guy sooner rather than later. So I will take a shot on him. He has some upside. Tajay Sharp, no. Devin Duvernay, maybe. So I think he'll play a little bit of slot. That's that's speculation based based off the fact that uh, Lamar Jackson it could be due to the offense a little bit. Kind of likes more of the shorter throws, um, especially with Mark Edwards at tight end. So maybe on Duvernay, maybe uh, Brian Edwards for Las Vegas. Um, there are talks that he could shift in. Uh, to tight end, uh, slot at times, maybe. Antonio Antonio Gibson's twice. Yes. Yes for Washington. Antonio Gandy-Golden. Yes. Lynn Bowden Jr., Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, Kendrick Bourne. Maybe. I take all the other guys first. Uh, Tyler Johnson, Tampa Bay. Maybe. I like Tyler Johnson. I just don't like the spot that he's at. That's the only problem I have. So if you take him, it's kind of a proceed with caution. You're just kind of really betting that his talent is going to show through. Some people have been shitting on him, but that's only because they didn't actually watch the fucking kid play. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, no. Trent Taylor, no. Kiki Kuti, fuck no. Greg Ward, Maybe. Um, I think they're going to get the rookies kind of involved. Um, uh, you're going to have Jalen Jalen in there um, in the slot before you ever really see Greg Ward. Although I did like him, I did like him as a backup, but um, I would I would probably just go ahead and skip him for now. Um, let's see here. Deshaun Hamilton, no. Equiamis, Equiamis, St. Brown, no. Donovan Peoples-Jones, no. Olabisi Johnson, no. Alex Erickson, no. Quintez Cephas, maybe. 
He'd kind of be my handcuff for Marvin Jones, to be quite honest with you. And I know I said it, you know, during the draft thing that, you know, Cephas isn't very fast. He's not very – he's not going to gain a lot of separation. But the kid fucking works his ass off. Um, I can see if Marvin Jones goes down that he'd be all right. I might take a speculative shot on him, maybe like the last pick in a best ball. Uh, Jawan Jennings, No. Keelan Cole, no. Riley Ridley, no. Ted Ginn, no. Uh, Hakeem Butler, no. Scott Miller, no. Uh, Rashad Higgins, no. Willie Sneed, no. Jacoby Myers, no. Geronimo Allison, no. Alan Hearns, no. Marquise Lee, no. James Prochet, Baltimore, no. So that's what we have right now for our wide receivers. You know, a lot of this can change. If you're going to do your best balls, just kind of, you know, play it by ear. Have fun with it. Um, just kind of get get yourself familiar uh, in a real draft-type format what's going to happen uh, quite possibly in your drafts come, uh, you know, mid to late August. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Thanks for listening, everybody. I do appreciate everybody that reaches out. Um We'll be back. We'll be back tomorrow, man. Go do some fucking tight ends. Finish this out and get the project ready to get polished out. Get a video made for that. But uh, you guys take it easy. Take care. Be safe.